Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is on multiple owner business structure options, as well as we're going to talk about some tax deadline reminders. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Again, today we're going to be talking about multiple owner business structure options, and then also talk about some tax deadline reminders. So a lot of times we get clients that come to us that have multiple owners in their business. So it might be two partners, three partners, four partners, whatever it might be. And they're always wondering, what is the best way to structure my business for multiple owners? And so what I want to talk about in this episode is a couple of options that we typically recommend to clients. And so before we get into that, I just want to say that in this specific um, podcast episode, we're assuming that an S corporation structure is desired prior to those that income hitting you personally. And so if you don't know what an S corporation is, we're going to do a full series where we talk about an S corporation. We talk about why you might want to think about an S corporation and how to actually incorporate or how to actually implement an S corporation. Um, but that's going to be in future episodes. So if you don't know what an S corp is, wait until that point. But in a nutshell, basically an S corporation is a tax strategy to help limit the amount of self, the amount that you pay in self-employment taxes. And so an S-Corp is not the right fit for everybody, uh, but generally if you're, uh, and this is just generally stating, if you're an active business owner, an S-Corp is going to be a great structure for you because instead of paying self-employment taxes on 100% of your income, you have the ability to only pay self-employment taxes on a portion of your income. And so that's the advantages of an S-Corporation. So when we look at these options, we're assuming that the partners or the the owners in this company um, want to have an S-corporation because they're active in the business. And so they want to have an S-corporation always before money, the income from the business flow through an S-corporation prior to hitting them. Because if it misses an S-corporation, they're going to pay self-employment taxes on it. If it goes through an S-corporation, they're only paying self-employment taxes on a portion of that income. So again, when we talk about these different options that are available, we're assuming that an S corporation is a situation that people want the money to flow through an S corp prior to reaching them. And so the first option I want to talk about, and this is, you know, there's two main options that we tell clients to move towards. Option number one is that you set up the company as an S corporation and each owner is a shareholder in that S corporation personally. So you have one S corporation, and then each owner personally has their ownership share in that S corporation. Now, the advantages of this, and this is a very common setup, and the advantage is that you have one company, one tax return, and one payroll account. So with an S corp, you're required to take payroll as owners. So in this situation, you just have one company, so you just have one tax return, and you only have to run payroll for that one company. Um, another advantage of this is it's easier to set up. You only have one company. So there's, it's easier to set up. There's less maintenance. It usually is more cost effective because you're not paying for multiple um, tax returns, multiple companies, and things like that. Now, the big disadvantage to this 
option is that various owners are not able to take advantage of tax strategies that may help them, but not others. So let's say you want to hire your kids, but your other owners don't have kids. Well, it's going to be hard to run that through the business to hire your kids because you're getting a benefit from it by being able to pay your kids out of the business, but the other owner is not getting a benefit for it. So the disadvantage of this strategy is that you, you're not able to take advantage of tax strategies that are specific to various partners, but not helpful to other ones. Um, another disadvantage is that if you have multiple businesses that you're active in, you may need multiple S-Corps. So let's say you have this business with three partners or three owners, you have this S-Corp, and then you have another business where you do consulting for, you might have to have another S-Corporation. And there's less flexibility with this option. Now, option number two is where you have the parent company. So the main company is going to be a partnership. And each owner's ownership in that partnership is going to be their own S-corporation. So basically, you have a partnership at the top level. And then all the owners have an S-corporation. So let's say it's three owners. You'll have three S-corps and one partnership. And that partnership is owned by the S-corporations for each individual owner. The advantage of this is that each partner can utilize tax strategies as they see fit. So if you want to hire kids in your business, you can do it in your S corporation instead of in the partnership, and it doesn't affect the other partners. If you want to buy a business automobile, you can do it in your S corporation, and it doesn't. you don't have to run it through the other partners. It doesn't even affect the other partners. Now, the big disadvantages of this is that now you have, uh, let's just say you have the example I gave earlier where you have three owners, um, now you have multiple companies. So you're going to have a partnership company. You're going to have three S corporations. So you have four companies now, which means you have four tax returns. And because the partnerships or the ownership is done through an S corporation, you're going to have to have three different payroll accounts for each of those S corporations. So that's the big disadvantages. More companies, more tax returns, more payroll accounts which means there's more to set up, more to maintain, there's more companies, so more work involved, which also means that it's more expensive because now you're not just paying for one tax return prep, you're paying for four tax return prep or three, depending on you know, how, many how many owners you have. Um, you're paying for multiple payroll accounts. So it's typically more expensive using option number two. So with that being said, uh, option number one, again, is where you have an S corporation and each owner owns their percentage in that S corporation personally. Option number two is that you have a parent company as the main company, which is a partnership. And each owner has their ownership in that partnership with their own personal S corporation. So I want to run through a couple scenarios to kind of give you an example of, you know, when one would lean towards one or the other. So let's imagine that you have two owners and one wants a Mercedes Benz for his business vehicle and another wants a Prius. In option number one, there would be some conflict because the price for these two different vehicles are different. And the person with the Prius would not get as much out of the tax strategy because let's say they buy a Prius for $40,000, but the Mercedes is $70,000. There could be some conflict there. However, if you go with option number two, it doesn't matter because they can hold that vehicle ownership in their personal S-corps. So let's say the business, the partnership profits $100,000 and there's two partners, they're each going to get $50,000 that flows through their S corporation and they can do whatever they want with that. 
They can hire their kids. They can buy vehicles. They can do whatever they want. And it doesn't affect the partnership level because the funds are coming out of the S-Corp, not the parent company or the parent partnership. So that's an example of where option number two might be a better option. Now let's look at another scenario. Let's imagine that you have two owners in which they are 100% active in the business and they have no other business ventures. In option number two, they would have to pay for a tax return for the partnership and then two S-Corps as well. They would also have to run two payrolls. They'd have to run for each of their S-Corps, they'd have to run payroll. So if they choose option one, it would just be one business return and one payroll, which makes it more cost effective. So when we look at these kind of scenarios, we say generally, if owners have multiple businesses that they participate in, we're going to suggest that they go with an option two. Since they want all of their income to pass through an S corporation anyways, they can avoid, uh, by doing that, they can avoid a portion of self-employment taxes. So they're going to prefer option number two because they're going to have multiple businesses. So let's say you have four businesses that you're a partner or that you have ownership in. Your ownership in all of those businesses can be through your S corporation. And then all of the all the income from those businesses flows through your S corporation prior to touching you. So it goes through the S corporation, which then gets reported to you. So if you have owners that have multiple businesses in, typically we're going to encourage them to do the option number two, where they hold their ownership in the, these business ventures through an S corporation. And the flip side, if you have owners where this is just their main business, and the owners are on the same page as far as spending and tax strategies, and there's not going to be much conflict, typically we're going to say option one is fine. You're going to be able to you know, reduce expenses, but still utilize the S corporation because you just have that one company. So either way, there, there is no one size fits all for every situation. So I'm going to encourage you to talk to someone through this, your specific situation and find out what the best option is. Uh, but these are typically the ones that we recommend. Again, option number one is that you have you set up a company as an S corporation and all the owners in that company own their share in that S corp individually. So you have income from the S corp and then it passes through to you personally. Option number two is where that parent company is a partnership and then each owner has their own S corporation, which holds their ownership percentage. Again, the big advantage of option number one is one company, one tax return, one payroll account. They're cheaper, they're easier to set up. The biggest disadvantage is that you can't take advantage of some tax strategies that you might want to because there's going to be a conflict where it, it gives an advantage to one owner, but not the other. Also, the disadvantage to option number one is that if you have multiple businesses, you're going to have to need multiple S corporations. Because again, if you're active in these businesses, you likely will want to have that income pass through an S corporation. Not always, but more often than not. Um, and again, with option number two, with the parent company and then the multiple S corporations, biggest advantage is that you can do whatever you want with those funds. You can do whatever spending you want because you have that personal S corporation that you can do that higher end spending through. Um, also, if you own multiple businesses, you can always have your ownership in those businesses be your S corporation. So all active income, no matter what source or what business it's coming from, is flowing through that S corporation and then it's flowing to you. But again, the biggest disadvantages here is there's then multiple multiple companies, multiple tax returns, multiple payroll accounts, which can be expensive and, and, and more to set up and maintain. So um, think about those options when you're thinking about starting a business. If there's multiple owners, you want to think about what is the best setup that's going to be good for 
tax savings, but also success and easiness and, and cost effective for you guys um, running it. Now, one, one last thing before I go, um, just a reminder that C corporations and the personal tax returns are due on July 15th. You also can file an extension still. So uh, if you choose to file an extension, the extension is also due on July 15th. Um, quarter one and quarter two quarterly estimated tax payments are also due on July 15th. So personal tax returns and C corporations, deadline is July 15th or file an extension by July 15th. And Q1 and Q2 estimated tax payments are also due on July 15th. That's all I have today. Thanks for listening to another episode and I will see you guys next week. Now, one last thing before I go. We created a Facebook group called Building a Successful Law Firm to take what you learn here and dive even deeper. This Facebook group is a place where we share tons of value for free, and you also have the opportunity to bring up situations you are faced with and collaborate not only with our team, but with other firm owners as well. Simply go to Facebook and search for the Building a Successful Law Firm group. Again, it's Building a Successful Law Firm group. I'll see you in there. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.